is there a word from the Lord? Our scripture reading goes back to Proverbs 4. In our last week's lesson, Proverbs 4, the fourth chapter. We're going to jump down to verse 14 through 19. We finished up last week on, on verse 13. Tonight we go back, or this evening, excuse me, or this morning, we go back to that fourth chapter. Began with verse 14 through 19. Our scripture reads, Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of the evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. For they sleep not, except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away, unless the cause of some to fall. For they eat of the bread of wickedness, and they drink of wine of violence. But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness, and they know not what they stumble. Let the church say amen. amen. You may be seated. You know, that is more and more important to a child than godly instruction from his parents, as we said last week. And the problem does not lie many times that they have lacked or had good instruction, but the fact that many have not heeded or heard a lot of instruction, but they fail to walk accordingly to their instructions once they heard it. Many of us as kids thought of instruction as a serpent, uh, explained it to Eve, thinking of our own parents who wanted to make us miss out on something in life that was supposed to have been good. We, we, we know that what, what, what they know, if we would only know what they knew, we'd, we'd realize that, that many times they were trying to help us not to keep things away from us. You know, it's recorded in Genesis in 3 and 5, said, For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God's, knowing good and evil. You know, we thought that by not following our parents' instructions, that our eyes would be open, and a lot of us, we our eyes still wide open, and trying to wonder, if I'd only listened to Mama, everything would have been all right. Uh, can I get an amen in the house? A lot of us, eyes are wide open, and we're still wondering and seeking to fulfill our desires for those pleasures that, that the world offers and that leads only to the destruction. Amen. Jesus said, enter into the straight gate, for the wide gate, broad way that leads to the destruction, but many which go is there unto, but because the straight gate now is the way that leads unto life, that few shall be in it to find it. See, no matter how much instruction many of us have, and our choices may lead to destructive activities that we will have in our own lives. And, and, and what did I tell you uh, 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 on the past Sunday? That some of our life-shortening stuff that I did, I could have avoided. Some of the things that, that, that befell me because I made bad decisions, I could have avoided those things if I'd only listened to my mother's and my father's instructions. I know you did some things that were life-shortening in your life. Things would have been better off today, more money in your pocket. Huh? You would have had a fine house, had a fine car. You could have had bank accounts filled to the hill if you'd only listened. But 
I listened to my way instead of in the instructions that my father and my mother had given me. Amen. If it had not been for the grace and the mercies of God, mm-hmm. can you imagine where we would be today? If God would have just withdrew his hand, can you imagine where we would have been today? But I thank God that he watched over me while I was out there doing those destructive things to my life and to my character. But God had mercy. Amen. So instruction keeps us on the right path. Yes, it does. If we'll only follow those words of wisdom that our parents had given unto us. So tonight, today on this uh, second of part two series of Matters of the Heart, we would like to just take these words that Solomon had written and let us have a great understanding of what he is trying to teach us today. Let us pray. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, again for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come. And, and as we come, Lord, we ask that you would just touch your dear servant. Yes. Touch my lips so that I'll be able to boldly say those things you have laid upon my heart. Lord, bless the awaiting congregation. They might have ears to hear and a willing mind to do those things that you have given unto us. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Matters of the heart, part two. You know, there are many unconscious decisions that we make in life that are spontaneous and automatic. Some things just re- respond because they, 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 they happen because they automatically come. Uh, we, we, we do those things because somehow we don't think about what we're doing and it doesn't take a whole lot of thought that when somebody throws a rock at you, you duck. That's an unconscious decision that you make to duck. But many things in life, you have to make a conscious decision to avoid those pitfalls that you have in life. According to Wikipedia, unconscious mind consists of those processes in the mind that occur automatically and not available uh, to introspection and include thought processes, memory, and effect in your motivation. Even though that these processes exist uh, well under the surface of conscious awareness, they are theorized to exert an impact on our behavior. The problem is that every decision is not an unconscious decision. We know what we're doing when we're doing our stuff sometimes. We, we, we are very conscious about the decisions that we make in life and we know that our instructions were that they told us not to do those things, but we made a conscious decision to do them anyway. And I instruct my daughter a lot of times in things, and my daughter tells me, you know, Dad, I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> That's just the way life is. She ain't here today, so I can talk about it. You know, huh? we, They make a conscious decision to do it anyway, doesn't it? Knowing that it's going to lead us down to some, some things in life that are questionable, whether you're going to make it or not. But many times, you, me, and the rest of us in here, we've done it anyway when we know it might not have been a too smart of a thing to do. The dictionary says that a conscious mind is, is the quality of state of being aware of your external and something within oneself. So it's been defined as 
is your awareness, your, your ability to experience and to feel and, and uh, a wakefulness and having a sense of selfhood and, and to have control over your situation. See, we call the conscious mind human nature. So human nature is powerful foe that we got to deal with in this thing we call life. I don't care who you are. I, I, I don't care when you're faced with life's threatening decisions. Human nature offers you two opinions. The right way and the wrong way. Human nature never makes the decision for you. It never makes it simple. It distorts every decision by some assumptions that will be able to fog your memory and your mind so that you can be able to think that, that the opposite way is just as good as the right way. Solomon knew much about when he questioned uh, uh, his ability to deal with women. Can you imagine Solomon, the wisest man in the world, but when he got around women? It's amazing how that all of a sudden your brain cells can just leave your head when you get around women, eh? Huh? Wait a minute now. Hey, those same brain cells that, that men have when they get around women, women got the same problem when they get around some men, ain't it? Those brain cells just quit operating and, 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 and all of the common sense in the world don't make sense to you anymore, ain't it? Now, do we have witnesses in the house? Proverbs 4 and 12 and 16 and 25 said that there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the to death and destruction. Huh? Have you ever did some stuff that, that, that in your mind seemed right, but it was wrong? It's night and day. I used to go to the New Year's Eve New Year's Eve dance, and the New Year's Eve dance didn't start till midnight. And I come home from work. I work second shift. Bro, 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 Douglas, and I got off at second shift, came home, changed my clothes, got showered up and tank, and went out. And daddy said, where are you going? <laughs> I told him, it don't start till midnight. Because nighttime is the what? Oh, yeah, I know I got some witnesses in the house. me. But, but most every bit of the dirt that I ever got uh, into, I, somehow I made it right in my mind. You know, I, I made sense of it. And the last time I, I told you about how, how we figure things out in, in our mind, you, you can figure some things out in your mind that don't make sense to, to a crazy man. And you can make sense out of it when you want to justify what you're doing, ain't it? that you gotta have this thing then in your heart so it 
help you make sense out of what this thing that your mind is trying to tell you. Come on. See, see, all of us sometimes we 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 act out of some stuff that seems right to us rather than being right according to the word of God. And most of the time we know better, ain't it? <laughs> I had to give them a piece of my mind. Now, who can avoid to give somebody a piece of their mind? I ain't got much mind. As it is now, if I give somebody a piece of it, I'm going to give somebody a piece of my mind. See, see, this is not surprise to God because that's why he gives us the instruction, ain't it? Because we know that the human nature inside of us, that Adam's spirit that is inside of us, that, that we cannot make sense out of situations that come at us on a day-to-day -day basis. He knows the capacity of our heart to be able to do some foolish things. And, and though we've made in the likeness and the image of God, I told my boss the other day, he, he ain't never read it. He said that in, in Genesis, it said that we were created in the image and the likeness of God. Ain't that what the book said? Turn to the, to, to, turn to, turn to uh, the fifth chapter. Turn to the fifth chapter of Genesis. You know, we're going to get through this real quick. If y'all don't believe me, see, we are not in the image and the likeness of Christ. No. No. Yeah, yeah. Y'all got the fifth chapter, honey? Yeah. Look down there, but that fourth or fifth verse. Mm -hmm. Read it. The four or five. Four, four or five. Okay, in the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, and 800 years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. Okay. All right. What about the, what the third verse said? You, you miss it. And Adam lived. They did. And Adam and Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness. They, look, y'all, you see what I'm saying? God created mankind in His likeness, yeah. but we are not created. We are begot. We are sons and daughters of Adam. And Adam's likeness was, and Eve's likeness was, they might do what? Anything, ain't it? Huh? We, 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 we are in the, created in the image and likeness of God, but when we were created with our will, the Adam will, our will is guided by human nature, and that human nature will allow us to do some things that are right, but it'll also allow us to do some things that are what? Wrong, ain't it? When our thoughts turn into actions, those are the matters of the heart, ain't it? When, when our thoughts direct our past, those are matters of the heart. When we allow our human nature to control us, they are matters of the heart. And what my father used to tell me when I refused to listen to him, it was a what? Matters of the heart. Paul instructed Timothy, from this time will come when, when, when men won't endure sound doctrine, ain't it? Have you ever, well, your mother and father told you something, and, 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 it's, and I don't care how good it sounded, you somehow created a, 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 a false imagery in your mind that, that what they were saying can't be true. Uh, until after you get home, and, and, and then you realize that, yeah. 
everything that they told you must have been the truth. But you had created that false imagery in your mind to believe what you thought over what they tried to tell you. <laughs> my, my granddaughter called me this, this past week and after the mother of them was on the road here, my granddaughter told me, Papa, uh, you, uh, can you send me some money? I need to get, uh, I, I need to get me uh, some uh, uh, exercise stuff. My, my mama told me that I, with this virus, I couldn't go to the Y. I couldn't go to the, to, to the gym. So you, you send me some money to get some. I said, girl, I was slick long time before you got slick. <laughs> Now, how are you going to slick the slickster? Huh? <laughs> I said, know what you need to do? You need to get down on the floor and do some exercise. You don't need no equipment. Huh? You need to get your feet moving. And, and, and you move enough, you'll start. I said, now, I ain't never seen her. You, you 17 years old trying to slick the slickster. See, when we fail to follow the instructions of those that God has set over us, following our own human nature that is contrary to the will of God, those are what? Those are matters of the heart. So as we come to our text, Solomon warns us about how voices of reason are always pleading the cake to do right or wrong. To combat these voices that are in us, God told Solomon to instruct his sons to beware of those pitfalls and the consequences of listening to the wrong voice. How many of you know this morning that there are always two voices speaking to you? And the voice of reason and then in, in, in your voice. Uh, the voice of reason says no, but your voice says what? It's alright with me, ain't it? You know, like I told you earlier, I'd come in and, and go out at 12 o'clock at night on New Year's Eve, and I, I had made up in my mind that staying out all night long made sense. And yep. ain't no need, look, you know what I'd come up with? If, if, if I'm a, I got to work on Saturday, all right? I got to work on Saturday. Ain't no need me coming in. On Friday night, if I got to go back out on Saturday morning. There you go. <laughs> what, what's wrong, Khadija? Don't that make sense? Yeah, I'm already in town. I, I work in town. So they don't need me coming home on Friday night if I got to go back to town Saturday morning. So what made sense to me is that I might as well stay on all night long, eh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, what I'm trying to tell you is your human nature will add up some stuff that really don't make sense, doesn't it? Huh? And all of us, everybody done, done some of that. And you might not have been bad as your pastor, but I, I, I figured that it, my mind added it up. And I came up with the conclusion is, ain't no need me coming in because I'm going to go back out in the morning. See, we, we talk about a lot about our kids, about trouble, and, but, but not enough about the consequences of bad decisions, see. You tell kids, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. What you need to tell the kids, that if you do that, those are the consequences. These are the, 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 the consequences of bad decisions when you make them. So, uh, 
most of us instructions is need to prevent us from what? Wandering down the wrong path in life. See, Solomon gives us the advice to let us know that what's down that road. There are some things that can happen down that road of making the wrong decision that you're going to have to be paying for for the rest of your life. He said, our text says what? Enter not into the path of the wicked and go not the way of the evil man. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, pass away. When I was in the army in the build in, in, in basic training, and we left basic training, and then we went down to Fort Sam Houston on the maneuvers, and he told the boys, whatever you do, don't go to Mexico. Do y'all realize that a whole lot of them boys, the first thing they did was what? <laughs> they went to Mexico. And when they went to Mexico, they found out that, look, they was broke before payday came. All of the money was spent. Many of them got caught up in the drugs and alcohol and gangs, and they came back broke and busted. My dad told me, pride comes before destruction and a hardest spirit before the fall. See, some of us just refuse to listen to instruction. Everybody that was bad did not have bad instruction. They had good instruction, but they just refused to listen. Yes, yes, yes. Pride and arrogance sometimes get in our way of listening to our parents. As a Christian, there are certain places that we just don't need to be. If we rub shoulders with the wicked and evil long enough, something will rub off, ain't it? Huh? And if we continue to entertain those evil thoughts, that somehow we 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 started thinking the, the way they think, doesn't we? Huh? The character started rubbing off on us, and then sometimes you started acting out and didn't realize where it came from. Solomon tells his sons not to enter. Don't even go down that way. Don't stay away from it. Don't.
The Bible says that behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither what? Slumber nor sleep, ain't it? But how many of you know that the devil, he never what? Slumber nor sleep either. Huh? So when God allowed Job to be tempted, the question of the devil was, where is he? Where, what, what, what is he doing wrong? His response was that what? He's just going to and fro about the earth, walking up and down and doing what he do. The devil is what always busy, huh? Going to and fro. You know, and the thing is, he don't care about folks in the world. He, the devil want to be able to get into the Christian's mind. He's going to and fro, seeing whether he can throw us off God. See, it's hard to sleep when foolishness is in your plans. Or do I need to say that again? Huh? It's hard to sleep when foolishness is in your plans. Now, do anybody know what I mean? Huh? I couldn't sleep when I had something to do on the weekend. Yeah. I, I just, oh, yeah. Y'all know about that, ain't it? Yeah. I needed to sleep because I was going to stay up all weekend. But the excitement of me doing my ill, I couldn't even sleep. Huh? That weakest spirit was that was in my heart. My, my plans of mischief took my sleep away. I was so scared that I was going to miss something. Oh, oh y'all, y'all been there, ain't it? Huh? Scared that I was going to miss something. I, I didn't have to look for it. I didn't have to look far for it. It had something riding with me in this church. Who's a birthday girl? <laughs> Have you ever noticed that the devil tempts you with the very things that God chose to be holy in communion? He said, breaking the bread and drinking wine was a sign of men communing together. But it's a covenant maker, ain't it? Uh, it, it? It's not an act, but it's a what? It's the motive why you take it. Yes, See, yes. you eat the bread of wickedness. It, you're, you're making a covenant agreement with, with, with the things of darkness, ain't it? Yes, we God. ate the bread of wickedness. Yes. That, that, that we made a covenant with the darkness that, that, that we're going to be out there and we fed on it with our appetite, that gust that we had, and, 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 and we could stay out there as, as long as we can have it our way in it. See, there are, there are things that we should be aware of that if we entertain those things, they'll become part of us. Huh? Yeah. The, the old commercial used to say that we go for the gusto. Huh? Go out, we try to have it all, ain't it? Hmm? We try to have it all, all night long, never sleeping. The devil on the job 24-7, he never rests. Huh? He's just like a magician, ain't he? Huh? Hard to believe it, but you thought you heard and you thought you saw something. He's painting pictures in your mind of illusions all of the time. And he's putting suggestions in your mind what you should do and what, what, what you would do and, and instead of doing what was right in your heart. So our heart becomes fat and drunk. Eating and drinking the bread of, of, of idleness and, and drinking the bread of, of confusion and eating and drinking the bread of, of, of having all of the gusto all of the time in our life until all of 
of a sudden it become a matter of the heart. You, you don't even have to think about it. Nope. Have you ever got to the point where weekend became automatic? There you go. <laughs> became automatic. You you made sure that your money was right. Yep. Oh, I know somebody. Hey, look, look. I see some heads nodding. Hey, look. If, if I didn't pay my car payment, I made sure that, that when that weekend come, that my my money was right. Then on Monday I come back and Mama, uh, can you loan me a twenty? Cause I, I spent everything I had trying to have a good weekend, and 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 and, and what makes it so bad that 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 I can't even tell you what happened. I don't even know whether it was good or bad, but it made sense to me while I was. But look, he he told you to stay away from it, didn't he? Don't even go toward it. Don't go that way. Use wisdom and understanding and don't listen to your mind because your mind it will never tell you what God wants of you to do. Then finally, things look bad, don't it? But aren't you glad that God, that David said that thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto my pathway. Aren't you glad you serve an on-time God? Our text said that shining light that shines more and more into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is darkness and they know not what they stumble. So in spite of all of the dark moments in your life, in spite of all of the dark thoughts that you had in your mind, Jesus will bring light to your dark situation. huh? He'll make it a perfect day. Ain't that good news? Jesus says that I am the light of the world and he that follows me shall not walk in darkness that shall have the light of life. No matter how dark your heart has become, Jesus can bring light to your darkest hours. When you follow good instructions, allow them to find a resting place in your heart and it will allow you to find that shining light that will help you get through this whole world that we live in. God promises us that our path will be like a shining light that shine more and more in the heart the man 
matters of the heart is be on him. He promises that you'll have goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Our relationships with God and his relationship is a matter of the heart. It matters that determine the nature of our relationship. It's what matters that in him will determine where we will spend eternity. Our present and future lives are a matter of the heart. See, one of the greatest gifts God bestowed upon mankind was the sense of hearing. But it's a far stretch from hearing than listening. Huh. Jesus told the churches in Asia Mind the seven times that he that has an ear to hear, let him hear. So follow good instruction requires us not only to hear, but to listen. We have to go all the way back to the introduction to teach you that listening demands us to make a choice. To follow instruction, we have to decide if we're going to listen to wisdom that leads to life or listen to foolishness that leads to our death. Our determined our choices determine the outcome of our lives and deciding path that we will travel in life. If we choose that road, the low road, the narrow road, the wide road, the road that leads to destruction, that's our choice. You've got to make a choice. Our choice to follow instruction. We also have to face the consequences of those decisions that we've made. So listen to wisdom. No, listen to the word of wisdom so that you can have life. Listen to the word of wisdom so that you can be able to live a long life and reap all of the good benefits that God has in store for us. You know, all of us have made some bad decisions. But God is a God that has mercy and grace pleading our case. Your, 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 your mind will always tell you some stuff to do. But the question what the little kid says, what would Jesus do, huh? That's what we have to take. What would Jesus do? Jesus is the wisest choice that any of us can make. I don't care what you decide in life. You have to make a decision to make Jesus your choice. When you make him your choice, the last words of a uh, a man in Essene, uh, Northeast India, who came to his family, was converted to Christianity in the middle of the 19th century. And, and he called to renounce his faith by the village chief. And, and to convert, he declared, I have decided to follow Jesus. In response to the threats of his family, he said, though no one joined me, Still, I will follow. Huh? His wife was killed. He was executed while singing. The cross before me. The world behind me. His display of faith was recorded have led the conversion of the chief and others in the visit. See, you, you don't know what you're doing when you stand for Christ. You're impacting other people's lives around you when you stand for him. It wasn't the fear of him losing his life. It was the loss of his wife's life. But it was the matters of the heart that he would follow Jesus. See, you have to have a heart to keep your trust in Jesus. His love for God kept him 
from thinking evil and turning his back on his faith. That's the heart that we need to have so that we can have a, a successful life. So today, have you decided to make Jesus your choice? Uh, have you decided to follow the path of righteousness? Solomon had given us wise instruction in our lesson today, but you got to make the choice. Make your choice today to be able to follow Jesus. Have you decided to follow the path of evil? Or have you decided to follow the light of Christ? The choices that we make are matters of the heart. So you have to make a conscious decision. You cannot make an unconscious decision to follow Christ. It's not automatic. But you have to make a conscious decision to give your life to him. So is there one this morning? that have made the decision to follow Christ? Have you looked within your heart and realized that with Christ I live and with Christ I die? Paul said that to live is, is, is death, but to die is gain. We got to give our life to him today. And once you give your life to him, everything in your life might not turn out to be the best of everything, but you will have a home in eternity where you can spend eternity with him. God bless you today and may heaven ever smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you. Hopefully the word has encouraged us to be able to follow you, Lord. Allow wisdom to be our instruction to be able to do the right things in life. When we fall, Lord, we're so thankful that you are able to pick us up to be able to set our foot again upon the solid rock, whereby we can be able to learn from our mistakes, move forward, and continue to follow you. Lord, we thank you today. Lord, just continue to let this word sink into our hearts, whereby we'll be able to have a mind like thine. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Let the household of faith say, Amen.